0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Being Bumo. A podcast for the modern parent that wants to be the best version of themselves while being the best parents they can be for their kids. We'll be spotlighting parents and experts who are not only inspiring but also willing to share with us how it really is because as we all know parenting can be equally as rewarding as it is challenging. We're here to make your life easier a little less stressful and help you navigate through this complex thing called parenting. Happy December. Can you believe it's December? It is the last month
1: of 2021. I'm so excited. I'm so ready for Christmas. I am all out for Christmas. It's my favorite time of the year. Unlike
0: Halloween, you Uh are all about Christmas.
1: All Christmas. It is booked every day there's something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm coming over because I'm quite lazy when it comes to... We went all out for Halloween this year, surprisingly.
1: I'm not costume with the girls.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. I'm, I am I. don't know. I just get really lazy towards the end of the year. I just want to relax.
1: That's perfect because like you can cover Halloween. I'll cover Christmas. We don't okay. all have it all month because it's not perfect. really easy. Yeah. Okay. So today
0: we are going to be talking about a very lighthearted subject and something that's very near and dear to my heart, which is
1: fashion. Yay! I love fashion, but hate it.
0: <laughs> love, hate, relationship.
1: And I think
0: this is a topic we haven't covered mainly because not that it's looked down upon, but it's definitely the least important thing that you think about once you have kids. It's like the last thing on your list because, you know, it's not, you know, you're trying to take care of your family and your kids and just making sure everyone's alive and healthy and who cares what you wear at the end of the day as long as you're doing your job, right? right? But we all know that, at some point, you're just like, I feel gross. I want to cool. look attractive. I want to feel good about myself. Like, what do I do? And once you're there, you kind of
1: don't know where to start. That was me. That was me <laughs> months ago or whatever. Like coming out of COVID, just pretty much wearing sweats for a year and a half and feeling like I can wear sweats forever. Like, I mean, I remember texting Lynette and saying, we are canceling jeans. I will never wear jeans again, ever. I'm throwing them all out. And just thinking like, I can just wear sweats for the rest of my life and it's going to be fine. And then I w- you're right. I was starting to feel like, uh, uh, no, I was starting to feel bad. Yeah.
0: And also keep in mind that I think, I think we all have like this pre-mommy style, like pre-kids. We, we had our own little swag. And then- Once you become a mom, you lose that swag a little bit. And then at some point, you're just like, okay, I I have it in me. Like, let's bring this back. Right. Mm -hmm. And so let's talk about your what you thought that you would dress like, once you became a mom, like what was in your head at that point? Like, I'm going to be this glamorous gorgeous mom walking yeah. in like fancy dresses like what was your idea and what was the reality the actuality
1: I think I don't know, remember a few episodes ago and I don't know if it ever made it to quote unquote the air but I told you that I would go to some of the play dates at the beginning of of my mommy life. And I was like, my hair was done. My makeup was done. I would wear cute clothes because I was like, I refuse to let motherhood get to me. I would not be like those moms who are in sweats all day. (laughs) I am above that, (laughs) you know? And that was also my way of taking care of myself a little bit in the morning. Like, okay, I can put a little mascara on in the morning. Right. And, and, it was not sustainable after a little bit. I was like, no, I'm going to wear the same leggings again with the same t-shirt again. And it, it just, and very quickly out, I, I just think there was nothing. There was nothing that I was really doing for myself in that category. I was just wearing the same thing over and over. And even though I felt like a slob, I was like, oh, all I have to do is not look at the mirror. Like if I just <laughs> spent a month not looking in the mirror, No one's going to know. No one's going to know that I've been wearing this outfit for a month. No one's going to (laughs) know. No one's going
0: to know. I mean, if you're not looking at yourself in the mirror, I'm sure no one else is going to look at you either. So it's all good. (laughs) You know, I've never heard of that. I've never heard anyone say, just don't look in the mirror. That's the best advice I've ever heard.
1: (laughs) Because if you don't see it, no one's going to... And people might think it, but they're not going to say it to your face. (laughs) <gasps> oh, okay, but here we
0: are now because yeah. you you have and I feel like I could define your style, I could describe your style.
1: Oh, yeah, what is it? What do you think it is?
0: Well, you do live in beach town and mm-hmm. so you definitely embrace that, but in a very chic effortless way. And so how I think of you, when I think of a Sarah outfit whenever we go out, it's always some sort of kind of flowy maxi dress with like cool sandals.
1: Yeah. Okay. I love that. That's kind of been that, that was my transition during COVID. It was like the the leggings sweat thing. And then I was like, Oh, I should probably buy a few dresses. So I feel a little bit more like put together. So I did buy the maxi dresses and I've been doing that all through summer now, but now that it's fall, I'm incredibly confused. So (laughs) like, what are the three must have fall items? I need this fall because I can't wear maxi dresses right now during this cold weather.
0: I mean, you could for a little longer. I mean, it's not that cold. But yes, I know what you mean. Maxi dresses are great for spring, summertime. I I think, well, let's dive into it because for me, so the problem is that once you become a parent, a mom, you have very little time. I think that's the main challenge, right? You don't have time. To sit in front of your closet, to think about a cute look. And if you want to, you could, I guess, technically pre-plan the night before, but who does that, right? Who er, no one does that. I
1: mean my minds are this big. Like
0: <laughs> I didn't even thought about that, you know? So the key thing is I call it like your capsule wardrobe. And you have to have the key elements that you could literally close your eyes and just grab anything. And it will look good because you just have like really good timeless pieces. And so I'm taking notes. (laughs) Yes. Take notes. All of of you mamas that are listening, take notes because now that's the problem. We've addressed what the problem is. You don't have time. You're too tired. Also, you don't want to be too overdressed, but you also don't want to be too underdressed, right? Because that's where sweats come in the mix. And you're like, I don't want to wear sweats every single day or my gym clothes every single day. So what is that middle ground? So in my opinion, I have three solution tips for this problem that most people face. So I think the number one thing, and this is something that I do is having a reference reference as in like a cheat sheet. So finding Like a few people that you, they don't have to be celebrities, but they can be celebrities. But people that you really adore their style. So maybe it's like, I don't know, (laughs) Jessica Alba or like... Oh, I do uh, love everything she wears. Yeah. Or like for me, uh, I love Princess Diana. Like Mm -hmm. I know she's a throwback, but if you kind of go back to her throwback looks, they're all super cool and super casual. Like her off-duty looks. So I actually reference her a lot. And what I do is I save them. I would say print them, but no one really... I don't even own a printer. <laughs> I don't think anyone really uses a printer. But you could save them on like your Instagram album. I have a folder in my Instagram that I just save outfits that I really, really like. Because on the days that I don't know what to wear, then I just kind of reference that. And it's like my cheat sheet. And just ha- and more often than not, the outfits that I save are things that I already have in my closet. It's just like styled a little bit differently. So... Whether it be jeans and a a white button up, like for instance, everyone should have a white button up. But how I like to wear my white button ups now is adding like a t shirt underneath and leaving the white button up opened. And it's just like little adding like one little layer to it, right? Like adding that one little t shirt underneath that white button up. All of a sudden, you look super stylized versus like just throwing on the white button up and like having it half, you know. And so for me, the main thing is having a reference and having a few fashion icons or people that you just really admire and having a folder ready
1: for you. Yeah, I guess I don't have that. I feel like I'm all over the place with that then. Yeah, it really helps, especially
0: on those like, what do I have folders for everything? I have folders of like, going out looks to everyday mom looks. And I just reference those all the time. And obviously add my own little twist to it. But it it just gets me going it gives you a foundation
1: of what you should be wearing
0: so that's my number one thing lately I've been really into I don't even know how to say her name but Emily Ra her name was Emrata on Instagram she's like the hot hottest thing ever oh, she's, yeah. A, yeah, she's yeah. a new mom but I'm not like her. some of most of her outfits are not relatable because she's like half naked But her everyday mom looks I really love. Like she just somehow makes jeans and t-shirts and like a pair of chucks look really, really cool. Mm -hmm. And so I have her kind of all over my folder for cool mom looks. Also, Hailey Bieber, really good casual looks as well, even though she's like a little younger and like a little trendy. Like I have those as well. So that's my hack as far as how I get
1: new outfits going. See, like when I look at those two moms that you just mentioned, I'm like, there's no way I will ever wear any of the things that they're wearing. Mm-hmm.
0: But you have to do it for yourself. You know, I'm in fashion, so I have to be a little bit like on the cutting edge of like what's cool and trendy. But you find whatever works for you and the people that you kind of look up to. Maybe it's, I don't know, Gwyneth Paltrow. Because I for me, I see Gwyneth in like a lot of more like jeans and a t-shirt And like maxi dresses, right? It's whoever that you actually really love that you just save those outfits and reference to. The second solution for me is having like three to five go-to looks. And not even three to five. I would say like one to three go-to looks. Okay. Literally like the look that you could wear every single day. And so that could be jeans and a white shirt and an oversized blazer. Like actually that's something that I wear every single day. But once you have that down, then you literally get those jeans in all the washes you can. And you get the sneakers in. I, I, I've been really into um, Nike Airs lately. I've been wearing a lot of Nike Airs. I think they look really cool with all outfits. So I just bought like three different types of Nike Airs with different colorings. And so I just mix and match what I always wear anyways. And it looks like a new outfit, but it's the
1: exact same outfit, but in a different color. Okay. I do that with jeans too. Now that I've tried, I feel like every brand possible of jeans, I have found that citizens are the best for my fit. Mm. And there's two of the citizens that really work for me. And you're right. I buy them in the blue and the black and I just wear that kind of all year round. Yeah. Cause
0: you just like, none of us have time to go shop and- to be able to like try on things and like return things it's you just find that one outfit that you're like oh I love how I feel in this this is such a good outfit it's so easy and you just buy it in all the colors you can
1: okay so can you break down right now you said the shoes what about pants and jackets like what which well what are they for you to go tos? oh like my go-to items
0: Yeah, I have a few fashion must-haves and my go-to denim brand is, I have two and they're kind of random, but it's Madewell. Uh, Madewell has really good, like a really good fit for me. I don't know why. And then also Mother, Mother Jeans. I love their jeans. They hug my, my hips. Mother Jeans have really good stretch in them, which I love. And they have, they're pretty like on they have some good trendy pieces as well. So those are my go-to jeans. I am really into I like faux leather pieces. So I have a lot of like faux leather joggers, faux leather slacks, like those type of things, but those are kind of my go my go-to pants when I'm going out. But like my everyday it's jeans and an oversized blazer. I have this oversized blazer. It's from the Frankie shop. I don't even know what brand it is, but I have this blazer. It's Super oversized, but I have it in three different colors, and I wear it all the time. Also, jewelry like I have my everyday jewels. I I'm not wearing it right now, but I have my everyday kind of chain that I got from Tiffany's, and I just stack on my rings, and that in itself, and that's why I also got my third ear piercing because I feel wow. like <laughs> exactly because. I could have a plain shirt on and I have like my cute little piercings and that in itself is making a statement, right?
1: It makes it edgy and fresh.
0: And so, and then as far as shoes, I have my Nike Airs, which I'm like, I, I want them in every color. And I have these black boots, like combatty boots that I wear all the time. And oh, my go-to jacket is a trench coat. And I've, it's always been a trench coat for like the past I don't know, like seven years of my life. So I think everyone should have a good trench coat that they love because you could throw that over, even sweat and it'll look good, right? What are your go-tos?
1: Well, again, so like this year for me, I've embraced a little bit more color because before this, my closet was black, white and gray. And, and I kept thinking that's the way to keep things minimal and practical and easy. If everything is just black, white, and gray and, and it is, but then I I definitely was starting to get bored. So I've definitely embraced the maxi dresses, which I feel so comfortable in and nothing's like pinching me or nothing's like restricting. So I, I love all the maxi dresses. There's a brand, Oh, I'm also going to kill the name M M A U D that has affordable and they're really easy. And like the cotton is really soft. I love those for jeans for me. I love citizens. They just fit me so well. And they're, they work really well for me. And then kind of just like, just t-shirts for me. I maybe I kind of, that's kind of it. Yeah. I feel like
0: you do wear a lot of t-shirts and jeans.
1: Yeah. But I'm raising more colors. So the last few items I bought were all red or green or yellow. I don't know if I'm going to wear it. They're sitting in my closet right now. We'll see what happens.
0: The idea and theory of color is very exciting, but I have to agree with you. It's harder for me to wear color often. And I I want to embrace it, but I'm not quite there yet either. But I I like the top that you're wearing. You're wearing like this mauve-y, I like those type of color where it's like more muted and deeper tones. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I guess this was like, this is what I mean by color. I also don't mean... I definitely can't do patterns for sure. I think color is like one little step forward for me, but pattern's really hard for me. I just feel overwhelmed in pattern.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, whatever your style is, like everyone's a little different. So if pattern is your thing and it makes you feel good, then get a bunch of shirts that are pattern and like pair it with whatever jeans or whatnot. But I think having... The hardest thing for me is maybe the tops because jeans I we could wear them like I could wear the same jeans I could wear the same pants every single day and no one will really like notice right but it's the tops where you're like oh I'm wearing the same top and people may or may not notice I think also having tops like kind of what you're wearing which is a little bit more uh how, how would you describe it yeah and it's It's more than just a white t-shirt, but it's still comfortable. It could be casual. It could be paired with jeans. I think having at least like a handful of tops where it feels a little bit dressier is a really good thing to have to just kind of grab onto if you want to switch it up a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's all about the accessories, shoes, Mm -hmm. bags, and and. Jewelry and it doesn't have the expensive jewelry. Like I have this really expensive Tiffany's necklace that I wear every single day, but I always pair it with this gold. I mean, it's obviously fake gold, but it's like this gold uh, medallion necklace. Everyone asks me about it. And I'm like, I don't know. I think I got it on Amazon or something. It's probably like $5. And you could just mix and match. It doesn't have to be expensive for you to make a statement, but I think just having those pieces that look really good layered on together makes a statement in itself. So I never leave the house without any kind of like jewels and then cool shoes. I think shoes, I think because I come from the fashion industry, that's the first thing that I look at with people. Shoes. Yeah, Yeah. the Shoes. Yeah. But I know you're,
1: you're in beach town, so it's harder. I don't want to be like, I have a hard time with sneakers. Like I don't, I just can't wear sneakers outside of the gym. Even though like that's cool and all that, but like, what would you recommend then for somebody who wants to wear flats that are more everyday, but not sneakers? Like are the loafers comfy? Is that a thing? Or like, Yeah. Loafers are are cool. Loafers
0: are back. And I think this is also kind of talking into trends, which you and I talked about uh, yesterday a little bit. It's like, There's so many trends that are happening, right?
1: There's a new trend happening every day. It's overwhelming. It's incredibly overwhelming. And I also don't want to spend hundreds and thousands of dollars in clothes every year. Nor
0: should you, because you'll, how many times can you actually wear trendy clothes? Right? Exactly.
1: So like, so how is, it's hard to find that balance. That's kind of what I'm, I'm, that's why I wanted to also have this episode because I feel like I'm, transitioning out of the sweats and the maxi dresses. But then when I look online, there's so many different trends. Hard for me to sort of find something grounding that works for me every day, but I feel fresh. So
0: I think that trends, you have to pick and choose what works for you because you have to have the expectation knowing that probably in about six months, it's going to be out of style, right? Right. So you have to have that kind of expectation so what you're going to be spending your money on is something that you're absolutely going to love and wear for that season. And so I don't think anyone unless you're you have like a money tree in your backyard should be spending that much money on trendy pieces, right? So always focus on your core basics which is your classics, but then If you do have room at least once a season, or maybe it's two times a year, two or three times a year, right? You, you kind of research what trends are happening and you're like, oh, I do like this bag. It's a little sparkly. I don't know if it's like something that I would usually wear, but then, but then you, you like it at that moment and that's fine. Right. But having the expectation of knowing that you probably will hate it or not like it in the next like six months to a year, just having that expectation, right? Right. But willing to invest your money, it doesn't even have to be expensive. It could be something cute that you found on Amazon or I don't know, H&M, whatever it is. And, and having like a few of those pieces on top of your classics. So I wouldn't worry too much about spending too much money on trends.
1: How How do you, like, I'm just curious because you are in the fashion world and you wear so many different clothes all the time like, what does your closet look like? Like, how is it organized? Are you purging like every six months or is it just like all shoved in there somewhere?
0: Yeah. So my closet is actually quite small. I mean, it's not tiny, but it's not as massive as people would think it is. So I have a really good system of purging because yeah, if I don't purge, then I just won't have space in my closet. And I'm very intentional about what to keep, right? It's kind of going back to this whole Marie Kondo philosophy, which is if it doesn't bring you joy, just let it go. And I didn't really understand that until probably this past year. So once I understood that concept, I literally got rid of probably 80% of my closet and started fresh. Because a lot of things that I was holding on to were things that were sentimental, but I probably would never wear it again or things that I might be able to wear
1: if, you know. That's how I was with, I was holding on to a bunch of clothes pre-baby thinking like, I'm going to wear those clothes someday. I will wear them. I will lose the weight and get back into those jeans or into that blouse or whatever. Because I actually like after babies, I expanded my back so much, my back is much. And I'm like, I'm going to fit into that blouse again. And then. That was actually something that happened this last year too. I just purged all of that and was like, I'm going to just embrace my new size and find new things. But that was hard because I, I didn't want to let that stuff go for a long, long time.
0: It still hasn't hit me that the holidays are here. I mean, they are here. Where has the time gone, guys? Anyways, holidays are all about coming together with your loved ones and taking an active role in creating the magic of the season. I think by now we all can agree that it's not just about gift giving. It's about the memories and the traditions that are established in the moment, whether it be cutting paper snowflakes, gluing sticky ornaments, or making holiday cookies together. Sure, we can buy the ornaments and sure, we can buy the holiday cookies, but isn't building your own so much more awesome and memorable? This year, KiwiCo wants to invite you and your family to make the holidays a little less prepackaged and a little more hands-on all while learning a thing or two along the way. I'm sure by now you guys have noticed how obsessed I am with KiwiCo and I've done so many boxes with the girls, I kind of lost count, both for my six-year-old and my three-year-old. The most recent one I did with my daughter Chloe was a holiday Santa Claus one and a pinball machine crate. We made everything from the board to the actual game itself. We played with angles and momentum and the look on Chloe's face when she finished her project was seriously so priceless. She was so proud of herself that she did it on her own. Well, with a little help from me, but it's a prized possession in her room now. We actually have an area in her room with all of her KiwiCo creations because it's not just about the project, but the fact that she made it herself. We also just got the walking robot crate, which she is so excited about. I love that KiwiCo allows kids become part of the creation and really value the process. Your child can get super cool hands-on science and art and geography projects delivered right to their door every month. They'll be so excited to see these arrive in the mail. The day that the box arrives will be their favorite day, trust me. You'll also be surprised at how high quality the materials are. These are real engineering, science, and art projects for children. As a busy parent, I know it can be hard to find creative ways to keep your child busy and challenged. So let KiwiCo do the legwork for you so you can spend quality times tackling projects together and making memories together. There's no commitment, so you can pause or cancel at any time. This holiday, don't just teach kids how to buy, but teach them how to build. Give them a gift of hands-on holiday with a KiwiCo subscription and celebrate a love for hands-on learning all year long. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code BUMO at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com. Promo code BUMO.
1: Life is all about those pivotal moments, those big life changes when we ask ourselves, why didn't somebody tell me this? I'm TV host and journalist, Abby Huntsman. My best pal, comedy writer and media producer, Lauren Leeds and I are going to bring you conversations with some of the most impactful people of our time to learn their life lessons. We'll pull back the curtain on their biggest transitions, how their reality is probably far less perfect than it might appear. And of course, what they wish somebody had told them back when check out I Wish Somebody Told Me anywhere you listen to podcasts. We release new episodes every week.
0: Okay, so let's take a quick lunch break right now. All right, lunch break time. What do you have today?
1: <laughs> okay, I have been sipping on something called Uza or Huzah? zzah and it's probiotic self-serve.
0: Oh, wait, it's, does it have alcohol on it?
1: So it doesn't, which is fantastic, but it kind of gives me a little buzz.
0: Oh, because it probably has a little
1: it's like, fermented.
0: The fermented kombucha type, right?
1: Exactly. It's, yes. I love it.
0: I love kombucha, so I'm going to have to try that if it has a probiotics
1: in it. Mm-hmm.
0: Strawberry and hibiscus.
1: Who's up? A- Who's up? Who's up? I'm thinking like the marketing people are like... I mean, I don't know what the story behind it is. I just found it and it looked good. So I tried it. (laughs) Huzza! And it has like
0: that exclamation mark. So you just like want to say it like that. Exactly. Okay, I'm going to have to
1: try it out. It kind of looks like beer. It looks like beer. It doesn't taste like beer. It tastes like strawberry and hibiscus juice or tea with like a little bit of the seltzer probiotic. And it just feels so good. It gives me a little buzz, like happy buzz. And it's good for the gut. So why not? Win-win. Okay.
0: so I have here, this is actually for kids. This is something that Colette's really been into. And it's these guys. It's from, little, it's from Little Spoon.
1: Those are so beautiful. The packaging is lovely.
0: And it's actually, so I've been a big fan of Little Spoon for a long time. Um, I actually fed Little Spoon to Colette. And it's, uh, it's a Little Spoon smoothie. And it's 100% organic, nothing artificial. You have to keep your refrigerator or else it's going to go bad. It's cold pressed. And I think the biggest difference is that a lot of these packaged smoothie-like things for kids, they sit on shelves and they could be there for years and it won't go bad, right? And it's so gross if you actually think about it.
1: Yeah, it's disgusting.
0: Yeah. Like, what is in it? What is in it? And so I like the fact that this only really lasts for, I think, about, a, enjoy a freeze within 14 days. So you have 14 days. And if you open it, you have to consume it within 24 hours or it's going to go bad.
1: Yeah. And we should, we I it That's the life shell I would have anyway. Exactly.
0: And this one, these I actually really like. I personally drink them too. Because it has a little bit of sweetness to it. And the kids really like it. So this one's purple carrot acai bowl with chia seeds. This one is sunflower seed butter. And there's another one that I didn't bring up here. But it is carrot cake. And it actually tastes sweet like carrot cake. But obviously it has all the nutrients in it. So this is how i been. My kids are so bad at eating vegetables. So bad. The worst. And it's part... Of, I mean, it's mostly my fault because I don't eat vegetables.
1: <laughs> it's hard. Even if you eat it, it's just hard for them to. My kid eats broccoli while holding his nose. I saw that photo. I was like, hilarious. So dramatic. Just eat the broccoli. <laughs> so dramatic. I love that. I love that. It's, um, it looks really fresh and good for the kids. Super fresh.
0: The ingredients are wonderful. It tastes delicious. Kids love it. I personally love it. It just, it kind of tastes like an adult smoothie, to be honest. It doesn't taste like kitty like
1: yeah. yeah. spinach. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
0: So now let's go back. So we want to talk about the specific outfits, right? The looks.
1: Okay. So Chris, will you give us like your go-to actual brands and okay. So this is a, th- some issue I have with this whole wanting to redo my closet this year is that I see something cute online. But I don't know what it's called. I don't know where to find it. I don't know the actual shape of it, you know. So, like, can you help us with that? <laughs>
0: can you help so me? So you with want it? me to break it down? Okay. Break
1: it down. Like top two brands. You said Madewell and Mother. Uh, what about like if I wanted a pair of like nice riding boots, but not like not like like high end like like Chanel or whatever. But riding boots, but
0: like like a chunkier boot type of situation. What do you mean a riding boot?
1: A writing boot, like a, not a chunk, not the chunky boot. It's um, uh-huh. like a writing boot that like kind of comes. Oh, oh uh uh-huh. I would say,
0: so I'm really big on discovering new brands. So a lot of the brands that I have, I've actually never heard of. And so even if I named them on here, I don't think it would be helpful. But I do have my websites that I do shop a lot on. And that is frankyshop.com the Frankie shop, they have trend driven pieces, but they also have great classics. So if you want to mix and match, I get all of my blazers and trousers from there. They do the most fantastic job. And I think they actually source their clothing from Korea. A lot of the shape is very Korean-like, which I really love. I, I don't know how to describe that. I don't know how to describe Korean style, but they have this like kind of this Minimal sophistication to it, which I really love.
1: Yeah, to me, I I don't know much about it either. But it, to me, it's like a combination of European and Japanese aesthetic. Yes, it so well, it's like sophisticated and like very feminine, but not frilly. I yeah, yeah.
0: So the Frankie shop is great because they're they do have. I'm actually surprised. I was on their site the other day, and I was like. Oh, wow. They have really expensive things now. So I think they are offering things that go up to a much higher price, but their general sweet spot, like point, is probably anywhere from like 70 to $150. Like that is their sweet spot. And that's why I love them in the beginning, because believe it or not, as much as I love fashion, I don't like spending that much money on clothes. Like I rather use that money to spend it on like bigger things that I know I could wear every single day. So I would say go on to the Frankie shop for blazers, trousers. I'm really into trousers. If you guys are looking into creating kind of like this capsule wardrobe, trousers with a simple white tee and a pair of heels if you're going out, that is like such a effortless but chic look that anyone could really pull off. So I think trousers is like a must for everyone, whether you're a mom or not. Oh, also Pixie Market is really good.
1: Oh, I've never heard of that.
0: Pixiemarket.com. They, I also think they source a lot from Korea as well. The Frankie Shop and Pixie Market are very similar in style. Price points are very similar as well. It's very kind of European inspired, but the price points are very good. I I do have to say, I have to call them out though. There are some pieces that are complete knockoffs of like real designers. (laughs) So if you're into that, they have that available for you guys. I try not to get those pieces because I do work so much with these luxury brands that I I do try to support them like with the original pieces. But they also have great classics there as well. I have the sweater that I wear that actually Lynette got me. Actually, she got it for herself, but it doesn't fit her, so she gave it to me. And I wear oh that black sweater that we wore in on our cover for Being Bumo.
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh, it has like a, a very soft S line neckline. I'm yes. Not- yeah. Oh, I love yeah. So knits like
0: that—they have great knits like that, and I think knits are also great for the fall because you still want to wear your jeans, but also kind of how do you, you know, make it a little bit more interesting? Mm -hmm. Matching set knits are really great. So whether it just be a knit sweater or like a knit cardigan with a matching knit bralette underneath, like whatever it is, and you just show like a little peek of it—it doesn't have to be complicated. But I think Pixie Market has a lot of great knits. So Frankie Shop for trousers, blazers, Pixie Market for knits that are all reasonably priced, in my opinion, that are not like designer pricing. And and they have like great coats as well because I think they get them from Korea as well. And they have great trench coats. So if you're looking for a good, nice coat, they have that as well on there. But yeah, that's where... If I do spend money on clothing, that's where I usually shop at.
1: Okay. Okay, good to know.
0: Yeah. And then, of course, there's like Shopbop and Net-A-Porter, but I feel like those kind of go on the higher side of pricing.
1: That I find navigating those websites so difficult, to be honest, because they almost have too many options. I just, I'm like, I I don't know what to buy.
0: Yeah, I know. It's overwhelming.
1: Because I'm on the website for two hours in the evening, but then I don't know, I don't end up buying anything because I don't know what to buy. I, I wish somebody would curate things a little bit more.
0: It's- yeah. And that's why I actually do like these smaller sites like Pixie Market and Frankie Shop because their selection is not huge. And so when you don't have this huge array of, you know, different things, then you kind of just figure out what, what it is that you want and need and it's that's it, right? Yeah. So I would check those out, but that is the extent of my, oh, boots, going back to that question, the riding
1: boots. I'm trying to think of... I used to have a pair that I loved and then they died and that's why I'm looking for riding boots. They were Tory Burch, but I bought them, I mean, literally 10 years ago and they died about two or three years ago. Stuart Weitzman has the 50-50 boot. That's
0: really, really good. That's like the classic riding boot. They are, in my opinion, they are a little bit more on the pricier side, but it's one of those things that you could wear every day for the next five years, like every fall and winter.
1: Because the thing I noticed is like to buy things that are going back to your whole capsule concept and that's like basic uniform kind of thing. I would rather buy something higher quality and kind of wear it longer. Yeah, right. I mean, like- the
0: things that I still wear
1: not with the trends anyway. Yeah,
0: you know how I do those crazy purges and I like. Yeah, give things to my friends and family. Yes. It's all trendy stuff that I'm giving away. All the classic things. Mm-hmm. And you guys don't even want it sometimes. I'm like, you don't want this free stuff? and Because a lot of it is trend-driven and you get over those things. But it's the classic things that I actually still wear five years from now. So if you are going to spend your money on fashion, spend it on very beautiful, classic things that you know will... You know, you could pull out in the next five years, and it'll still be relevant, right? It'll still look good. So some of
1: my favorite brands, and they're a little bit like a slightly higher price point, but I, again, like because I buy them and wear them for years, is Vince for sweaters. Oh, so good! I've worn my Vince sweaters for the past five years, no problem. And then Citizens for jeans, and then Isabel for like something a little bit more fun. You're definitely an Isabel girl. Like it's like boho like, Cali. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But a little bit like, not the entire outfit from head to toe, but a little bit of touches from her. Yeah.
0: I do love Isabel. I think, I don't know, as a Cali girl, I like, that's like kind of my go-to as well. But Uh yeah, I think, oh, you know who else has really good classics is Theory. Oh, you're right. Theory does. I feel like Theory and Vince are pretty similar in that sense. Yeah, just solid. But they do beautiful classics. Tory Burch actually has wonderful sweaters. I have this gray sweater that I wear at least once a week from her. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm trying to think about coats because I know it's coat
1: season. Yeah. Coat has been hard because, you know, they tend to be super pricey. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I still have my, my trench coat from your collection that you did a few years ago actually. Oh, uh, thank you. But yeah, I mean again, those
0: silhouettes like trench coats and all of that. I mean, I with my collection, when I had my collection, I got so sick of everything except for that trench coat because that trench coat was the only real classic thing. Everything else is trend driven, right? So let's talk about just
1: to wrap it up in the next like five minutes. Okay. Maybe just like what fashion means to us, like Yeah. Yeah. Like something more from the heart. Like, you know, for me, it has it. I never really thought to be honest, I never really thought about fashion. I just do fashion because like, I'm just trying to keep up. But for the first time after this summer, the surgery, I felt the need to wear color and something bright and loud to feel good. And like, I've never had that, to be honest. Well,
0: fashion is a form of expression. So I really believe that what you wear is not only just showcasing to the world how you feel, but also how you actually feel deep down inside, right? So if you're crazy and messy and like lazy, it it just, it shows you that that is where you are in your life. And, you know, we, we were all there during 2020. I was wearing sweats. I was a hot mess. I was going through some crazy things in my life and I was just not taking care of myself. And that's okay. We all go through that. But I think how we should all view fashion is that it's a form of expression. And if you're able to express, you know, your deepest desires and your your personality through clothing, it's, it's no different than like hearing a beautiful song or hearing, you know, wonderful lyrics that can like move you. Like whenever I I feel really good about my outfit, I feel inspired and motivated to do more and to do better and to be able to be more productive. Like it it's like a domino effect and it all comes down to how it makes you feel. And it has nothing to do with the how other people view you. It's simply how it makes you feel. Like you're talking about the baby to baby dress, the gala, the beautiful, like form fitting. It was like a, a maroon color, right? That was a statement, right? That was, you were expressing something about yourself through that dress.
1: I mean, I, I've always been quite minimal with, cl- I mean, I like to wear nice things, but always keep it minimal because I guess I was also, I grew up in a, I grew up thinking like, oh, clothes are you know, external confidence and clothes are, you know, materialistic and vain and things like that. Right. To put it in that side. But I think for the first time, not for the first time, because I always like to wear things that feel good, but for whatever reason, it just meant so much to me after this summer to wear close to feel good, like for whatever needed it to feel good. And they made me feel good. And I had to kind of let go of my notion that it's always just very like negative because I I do have those moments where I'm like, you know, it's it it shouldn't be about the clothes you wear. It should like your confidence should come from something internal. I did for the first time feel and understand this concept of like how you express it, how it makes you feel inside. And you can express that on the outside. And I was it was kind of like a really important moment for me, actually
0: that's amazing, and I love hearing that I think it, it it goes both ways, right? Like what you wear will never ever change your inside, but also your insides will if you only focus on the inside and never focus on the outside that they have to work together basically, right? So if you're working on yourself internally and you're finding yourself to be in a place of happiness and joy and peace. And then you could fuel that with external things as well, right? Mm -hmm. Like how the things that you wear, it will only fuel how you feel inside as well. So they work together hand in hand. One thing doesn't just stand on its own. In my Mm -hmm. opinion, I think they can work together and it's all about being intentional with creating a beautiful life for yourself how you want to feel in this life that you're building for yourself and so that's been my motto this past year is like how do i want to feel because i want to live a beautiful life and so that also comes with not just therapy and self-help but also the clothes that i wear the fragrance that i wear the you know what all the the lip color that i wear right and so i don't think one should be more important or less important than the other i think they all work kind of together So I hope that this inspires some moms Mm
1: -hmm, (laughs) and maybe some
0: dads (laughs) to take care of yourself and not feel guilty about it. I think that's the biggest thing. I think we feel so much guilt wanting to take care of ourselves that we minimize that and make ourselves feel that it's not important enough compared to our kids or our partners or our family. But no, you are important and you should take the time to make yourself feel good. So... Well, thank you everyone for listening in. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you guys would please leave us a review, that would mean so much to us as we really pour our hearts in these episodes. And we love to hear from you guys. So if you guys ever want to DM us, chat with us, we're always available. And- We love hearing suggestions on what you guys want to hear us talk about. Sarah and I can ramble on forever. So nothing is too heavy. Nothing is too random. Nothing is too controversial. Uh, We like to talk about it all. So leave us a DM. You can find Sarah at Mama Son. You can find me at Christelle Lim. Or you can just DM us at Fumo Parent. Thank you so much. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. We hope to hear from you. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you liked it, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe. It really is the best way to support the show. Also, if you want to see more of us, head over to our Instagram and follow us there at Bumo Parent. And to learn more about Bumo Brain Virtual School, follow us at Bumo Brain or head over to bumobrain.com. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you guys next week.